Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast you really don't want to miss. I'm Suzanne Harris, and you are about to get a sneak peek at what goes on behind the scenes with an author. We'll find out their secret recipe for creating their book. They may tell you where you, they got their ideas. They may give you an inside scoop on their next project. Who knows? If you want to know more about them, we'll tell you where you can find them on social media. Are you ready? Okay, let's meet today's author. Eliza McDaniel is joining me today to talk about her book, Journey to the Heart. Now, this is book two in the Awakening series. Eliza, welcome. Hi, how are you today? I'm great. It's such a pleasure to have you today. You know, I'm always curious about writers. Now, your story is quite a dramatic story, and I'm curious about one thing. Did you become a writer in order to tell your story, or did your story make you become a writer? Actually, it was both, because when I was younger, uh, early teens, I always felt like I was going to write a book, and I never really thought too much of it, but I always used to say, I need to write a book about my life, and and one day there's probably going to be a movie about my life, and so I kind of left it at that, and and it wasn't until I went on this long journey that... Uh, until I was healed and able to write, I just felt the nudge to write. And I did. And I wrote out two books within a year and a half of each other. Wow. That's fast. Yeah, it just flowed real quick. <laughs> so I knew it was meant to be. Was there a catharsis for you in writing? Um. No, not really. Uh, it was, I, I would just sit down and it was like I was channeling my life because my fingers would just fly and uh, it just started coming on paper and it all unfolded beautifully. Now, Journey to the Heart is book two, and I know that we talked before I turned on our recorder, and you, you wanted the listeners to know how important it is that they read the first book in the series first that's entitled Behind Closed Doors. Why is it important that they read that one first, Eliza? Yes, yes it is, because I uh, shared my story. In the first book, it starts off with... Uh, introducing my parents and 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 my birth up until oh approximately 42 years of age so that just spells out everything that I had been through and uh, and so I want people to know that that I am a survivor of sexual child abuse and like I said earlier, it wasn't until I was healed that I could write these books. So the first the first book is about the horrors that I went through and I'm and I show my scars that others may heal. So the first book people it's gonna be a hard read as as a lot of people say, but 
in the second book, Journey to the Heart, I start showing all those puzzle pieces that I was able to put together throughout my life. And it was just nuggets of information for me along my journey that brought about my healing, which included just spiritual people that I met along the way, uh, uh, dreams and visions that I had throughout my life. And and the universe has always given us signs if, if we pay attention. So I learned that years ago. And when you see signs, boy, they just really start <laughs> piling in there and you're able to put those puzzle pieces together. So I think that's really important to, for people to read that first book because it gives them understanding with the second book. So the first book is the abuse and what people can go through. And the second book is a continuing of that with a different type of abuse, which I call spiritual abuse. But it also shows shows my journey of of how, like I said, I put the puzzle pieces together and it actually brought about my healing. My journey brought about my healing. Did you learn anything new about yourself as a result of writing these two books? Good question. Yes, I did. <laughs> I learned that I myself could hear perfectly from spirit, from God, uh, for myself, because everything is within us and there is nothing that is outside of us. So that was a big learning lesson for me because I always look to others for, for answers. And it was always not, not for me, not to look within. So that was a big, big learning lesson for me is everything is within each and every one of us. And if we get still and listen, we will get our answers. And that was a big learning lesson for me, yes. You know, many counselors will talk about journaling or writing as a technique for healing, exactly as you have described. And I think it's so powerful. And I think sometimes, you're exactly right, sometimes when we go back in our life and we look at what happened and we step away a little and we can view it from a different perspective, there is or there can be a learning that takes place, and it can be a really powerful, almost a life-changing kind of experience. Is that sort of what you've experienced with this? Yes, it was totally life-changing life because, and I've learned a lot uh, throughout my journey. Um, and so now for me, and, and, and I'll just use an example. Uh, when When you're not really healed from everything, you will have what's called triggers. So triggers are the people you know, <laughs> more than likely your family, friends, or even strangers. And whatever they say to you that upsets you, makes you angry, makes you jealous, any of those things, it's always a message to you that there's something inside of you that needs healing because something happened in times past that brought about that wound. And so I look at people now, uh, whereas before I used to get mad if somebody said something that, that 
that made me angry. I did. I just I would get mad or upset or slam the door or whatever. Now I realize it's a trigger, and it's like okay, I need to stop here. I'll go off by myself and try to find out where where that wound stemmed from. And when you learn to do that, oh, your life becomes so much easier. <laughs> I highly recommend that for everybody to see that that everybody you come in contact with that says anything that upsets you, it is a wound inside of you that needs to be looked at and healed. What a powerful thing for you to say. And what a powerful thing to come out of your writing. I mean, that literally yeah. is life-changing. It is. It really is. You made an interesting choice, and I picked this up when I was reading the introduction of the book. At the beginning of the book, you list the, quote, characters. You have changed the names and the locations. All of the all of the action, and I'm using uh, air quotes because that's not exactly what this is, but all the action that takes place um, is real. But you chose yeah. to change names and locations. Why did you make that choice? I'm just curious. Well, um, my dad, growing up, my dad was a pedophile. And so it, I'm not his only victim. Um, my twin sister and my two older sisters and quite a few of other people that we knew. So by changing the names and the locations, I wanted to protect them as well. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Now, the first book details, give me a little overview of the first book. The first book, um, like I said a little earlier, is uh, me showing all of my scars. I've, I'm just open and honest of what happened to me and my twin sister. But I, I focus on me because there's a lot of things that I don't know, you know, what she thought of. So I'll reference to her quite a bit, but I'm focusing on me because I knew my thoughts. Um, so it is about uh, my life of abuse, sexual child abuse, and then teenagerhood, getting into my 20s, uh, marriage, and how holding in all of that pain affected my life. And I like this saying because when you're not healed of everything, um, you know, if you don't heal from what hurts you, You'll bleed on those that didn't cut you. Oh, wow. And I use that in my experience because when when I wasn't healed from all of my stuff, I would take my anger out on friends or, or my children, family members. You know, you're bleeding on those that didn't cut you. Once you heal from all that, and really and truly, it's about forgiveness. And I know a lot of people think, that forgiving someone that you have to go to them and, and ask for their forgiveness. It's not about that other person. It's not about the abuser. The forgiveness is totally for your heart and for you to heal and move forward. 
Now, in, in Journey to the Heart, this, this is in Behind Closed Doors, right? Uh, the the forgiveness is in, in the second book. So that's uh, really Journey kind of a heart. continuing theme. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes. So Journey to the Heart, we pick up. Your, you said the first book went to about four, age 42, and then we pick, we pick up your life. You said, I, I read in the, the material that it said that the first book ends with a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and, and so when they finish that first book, they'll really want to go ahead and have that copy of the second book right there so that they can find out what happens exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and boy, was that second one a strange journey, (laughs) Um, which I call um, on to another journey, which I call spiritual abuse. And and the reason I call it that was because I had, uh, years ago, I helped um, a lady, a good friend of mine, bring in ministry, and we used to have ministry gatherings um, probably twice a month. And so I had met this pe- uh, this preacher, and so he's part of that at the end of the first book, and then that's part of my journey into the second book. So, and I don't want to give it away. No, I don't want you to give <laughs> it away. But it was a very, 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 very strange journey. And and a lot of times, it, you know, during that time, it broke my heart cause, because so many people judged me. And people that that I knew personally would judge me and attack me. And that was probably one of the hardest things that I had to deal with uh, through that journey. Um, But once again, it comes right back down to forgiveness, you know, because it's, it's about my heart and forgiveness is about everybody else's heart. So if people judge me harshly or whatever, that's on them. That's not on me, because I can't help what what they think, and neither can anybody else. Right. It sounds like the second book was a very different journey than the first book. Yes, 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 it was. When are is is there a particular audience that you had in mind for both of these books? Yes, um, the particular audience is those who have suffered any kind of abuse, really. Uh, I think the sexual abuse, probably a little bit more focus on. And and what a time to bring this out with uh, the, the human trafficking and sex trafficking that's being exposed right now. Right. And it's being exposed. But it's always been there. It's been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. But what I want to say, other than that, it's not just about the human trafficking um, and the sex slavery. Yes, of course, that. But you know what? It's happening in our homes, and it's happening in our schools and, and churches and, and uh, clubs and wherever you may go. It's happening everywhere, and it has to stop. And I think this is a time of... Uh, bringing light to all of that darkness and exposing it. I think that's... And so people can see what it is, yes. That's perfect. I think that's exactly perfect. And I think part of 
what's happened is that this pandemic that we've all been going through for the last, what, 14, 15 months, where people have been bottled up with one another has probably made things so much worse because for some people, there was no escape and they were trapped. Right. And I think now that the door's starting to open, you're right. Let's shed some light and let's see if we can get what's happening to stop because we all know that things happen behind closed doors and sometimes people report it, sometimes they don't, sometimes people pay attention and know there's something wrong, but they're afraid to say anything. I mean, sometimes a person just remains in a situation because no one else either has nerve enough to say anything or we're such a litigious society, they're afraid they'll be sued. I mean, I'm sure there are a variety of reasons. Right. Yeah, and it depends on the situation. Uh, For me... Uh, my situation, I never told anybody uh, because my dad started molesting us, as far as I can remember, about four and a half years old. So. Oh, gosh. And, you know, and what they do, and I call it grooming, they groom the child. So they make sure and put it into your brain, you know, not to say anything. And as as we kind of got older, then, you know, he would always make sure he would uh, threaten us with, you know, I will kill you. I will kill you. And that scares a child. That scares anybody. Yeah. And also the temper that he had growing up, you know, as children, you know, he put the fear in us big time. And so it was a mix of that. So we knew uh, not to say anything to anybody, never, never. And it, and it wasn't until I was 27 years old that, and my dad had already passed away about, oh, two, two years prior that I finally came out and I told my mom. <laughs> and oh, she wept and wept and wept. Why, why didn't you tell me this? Why, why didn't you tell me this? I could have helped you. Why? I said, well, number of reasons, fear, uh, shame, you know, all that shame just started coming up inside of me. And she just hugged me and loved me. And after that day, she used to go to his grave every Sunday with her sister-in-law. And after that day, she stopped going to his grave. Because he was so not the person is. she thought he was, was she? Was he? Right, right. And it was. It was behind closed doors. And that's why I named my book that, because it was exactly that. Perfect time. And a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people will ask me, well, how can your mother not know? Well, my dad used to uh, put a sleeping pill or whatever in her drink before she'd go to bed. And he used to tell me that he would do that to quite a few people. So it was it was a lot and and molesters and and pedophiles they they know what they're doing. Um, you know they they groom they groom these kids. This is so powerful, Eliza. I know that we have the attention of everyone who's listening. Let's let them know where they can find both books. But we're talking about Journey to the Heart today. 
It's available on Amazon. And if our listeners, if there's someone that's never purchased a book on Amazon, it's really simple. All they have to do is just put www.amazon.com in the search feature in the top of their computer and click on it. And it goes straight to Amazon. And there's a, a pretty long box kind of a gray box that's the search feature on the top of the Amazon website. And they need to type in the title of the book, and let me give them the specific title, Journey. Actually, yes. I'm sorry, I don't mean that. No, Actually, if they type type in Eliza Ann with an E, A-N-N-E, McDaniel, it'll bring up both books. It'll bring up both books? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Perfect. So just put Eliza's name in the search feature, click on it, and both books will come up. And there, Yeah, it has to be Eliza and McDaniel. On the Amazon website, there's all, there are always a couple of interesting things. The book will have up in the upper right-hand corner a little kind of a prompt that will say, click here. If you click here, look inside. If you just click that, those two words, the book, and I'm using air quotes again, will open. I mean, obviously it doesn't physically open, but it, you'll see it electronically. And there's a beautiful, lengthy excerpt from Journey to the Heart right there. And they can read that excerpt and that will give them, that will fill in some of the story that you and I have been talking about. And there's a way to purchase the books, both of them right there on that website. Now, I know that there are people who are listening to us who don't like to purchase books from Amazon. They would rather purchase it from someone else that's a little smaller. Is the book available in some other places, Eliza? Yes, ma'am. It's on Barnes & Noble for book and nook, and also you can get them on my webpage at elizaannmcdaniel.com. And if you do order off ElizaAnnMcDaniel.com, I can get you a signed copy. Uh, I have to say that uh, those are all within the United States. Any Anybody outside the United States has to go through Amazon. But you will get a signed copy in the United States if you order off the webpage. I think that's terrific. What else is on the website? Uh, it shows it shows the books and and what's the the back cover and and about them. Now, and, yeah, you're doing some social media. I think that our listeners could find you on Facebook. What would they look for? How would they find you on Facebook? They would look for Eliza Ann McDaniel, author of the Awakening series, and I am also on Instagram, just Eliza Ann McDaniel. Why did you call it the Awakening Series? Because my whole journey was an awakening process from abused victim through a horrendous journey, a roller coaster ride of a journey and awakening to who I am today. And I, you know, as hard as that journey was, I am very, very grateful for it because it actually brought about my healing. And I'm the one, only one of six other siblings that's healed from this. Now, you've got a new project. What's the next step? <laughs> well, I'm 
going to start here very soon working on book three, and hopefully that will complete the trilogy of the Awakening series. And that will that will also continue from from book two. It'll go on into the third book. And as of now, I'm thinking third book. But you know what? You never know what might happen down the road. <laughs> You're right. You don't. Yeah. Now I always think uh, that it's important for the author to be able to say the last thing about their book to the listener. And this is such a powerful book, and it's filled with. I mean, your story is just so remarkable. You are so remarkable for telling it this way. Thank you. What do you want the the listener, when they become a reader, they read one book, both books, when they finish, they close that last cover, either electronically or physically, for the last time and put the book down. What do you want them to take away, Eliza? Um, I want them to take away that no matter what has happened along your journey, along your path, that healing can come. And and I know a lot of people are would would automatically say, I'm not forgiving that person. But you gotta remember it is it's not for them, it's for your own heart to heal and move forward. So by sharing my scars that others may heal and then be able to put together their own puzzle pieces of life. They can probably use mine as an example and put their own puzzle pieces of life together. And and that can include anything, you know, from uh, I had lots of uh, dreams and visions that, uh, that foretold a future, (laughs) which helped me a lot, but everybody's different. And and just put those pieces together of their own life, and with forgiveness and healing, it just there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, and that's what with within the second book. Um, like I said, the first book's a hard read. What I've heard from people, it's a very hard read. It will trigger those who have been abused. So I'm letting you know, the people that read it, that has been through any kind of abuse, really, it's going to trigger what's inside of them. But don't worry, don't fear. It's just showing you where your wounds are. But continue reading. Go on to that second book of Journey to the Heart. And in that, we'll show you how to put your pieces together and bring about that beautiful healing. And it's worth it. It really is worth it. You know, it takes a very courageous heart to be able to tell a story as difficult as yours. And I want to thank you so much for sharing that story with me today and for being our guest here on Books on Air. It's been a real pleasure to have you today, Eliza. Thank you. I wanted to just add one more thing real quick, if I could. Please do. Um, I also have, have written two screenplays, a short screenplay and a long screenplay. So whenever I just say uh, that's in divine timing as well, so that goes along with uh, both books as well. Excellent. Um, For anybody out there that needs to know that. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Somebody (laughs) may be looking for you. I love it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks again. Thank you so much for having me. Bless you. And remember... You can find both books, 
The first one is Behind Closed Doors. The second is Journey to the Heart by Eliza Ann, with an E, McDaniel, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast, brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on iTunes and iHeartRadio. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I so hope you'll join our next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.